For tapes, CDs, DVDs, or our publication, Voices from His Excellent Glory, Declaring the Kingdom, write P.O. Box 21516, Hot Springs, Arkansas, Zip 71903. Our website is www.lakehamiltonbiblecamp.com and lhbconline.com. There are many free audio files there. It's like going to Bible school at home. This is the 2014 Thanksgiving Camp Meeting being held at Lake Hamilton Bible Camp in Hot Springs National Park, Arkansas. Friday afternoon, November the 28th, 2014. Randy Ritchie is the speaker of the afternoon teaching on unholy judgment. So Randy Ritchie, come please. and It's a blessing to have you and we're thrilled to have you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sister. All right. Thank you, Lord. You know, three o'clock's long enough after lunch to get awake again. <laughs> Hallelujah. You go into ministry right after lunch, you have to do battle for about 15, 20 minutes to get everybody awake. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for your goodness, your grace, your mercy, your kindness. And Lord, you're the God of all truth, Holy Spirit. We just thank you, Lord. We bind the enemy over every soul here. In the name of Jesus, we bind a strong man over every family. We bind every mind-blinding spirit, every heart-blinding spirit, every deaf-dumb spirit, every spirit that would hinder the Word of God coming forth and you leading your people into all truth, Lord. We give you glory in advance, and we come, Lord, I come from you seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, far above every work of darkness that would array against God's people. Lord, you're good, you're merciful, you're kind. I thank you, Lord, for the extra things that we don't even know is coming. You know, we're prepared, we're ready to, to bring forth your word, Lord, but I just thank you. This is your mission here, Lord. So we just give you the glory for what you're going to do in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. What we're going to talk about today is unholy judgment. And if there was a title, that would be the title, Unholy Judgment. But it's three factors made up in this. And, uh, and additionally, fault finder, accuser of the brethren, and the spirit of religion. Thank you, Lord. Matthew 7, 1 says, oh, well, wait a minute. I'm going to have to go over here. And I saw for a man among them that should make up the heads and stand in the gap. Before me Take the Lord. microphone, please. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. All right. I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. It's an instruction of the Lord. Yeah. It's an instruction of the Lord. How about Ephesians 4.1? I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called. With all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. Another instruction of the Lord. We're to forbear one another. How about Titus 3.1? Put them in mind to be subject to the principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But after that, the kindness of the love of God our Savior toward men appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost 
which he shed on us, on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior. Children of God, how many know that it's very easy to fall in the trap of even railing against our authorities? Huh? I mean, I, there, we have a government today that probably nobody in this room agrees with. Amen? But, listen, we're not to rail. We're to speak evil of no man. That's the Word of God. And that first instruction from the Lord is about being an intercessor. God's gifts are given to us to be an intercessor. When there's a gift of discernment that is from the Lord, it's a gift of the Holy Spirit. It's a supernatural gift. And that gift is given to us to know right from wrong, to know angels from devils, to know what's of God and what's not. Okay? There's common discernment that you that you just know right from wrong. Amen? But those gifts of God, especially that gift of the Holy Spirit, can be counterfeited by the enemy or taken even by the enemy and instead of used in its proper purpose, become a place where we're being judgmental and critical. We've got to watch the words of our mouth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Matthew 7, 1. One second. Thank you, Lord. Stop judging so that you will not be judged. Otherwise, you'll be judged by the same standard you use to judge others. The standards you use for others will be applied to you. So why do you see the piece of sawdust in another believer's eye and not notice a wooden beam in your own eye? Hmm. Matthew 7, 4. How can you say to another believer, let me take a piece of sawdust out of your eye when you have a beam in your own eye? You hypocrite, first remove the beam from your own eye. Then you'll see clearly to remove the piece of sawdust from another believer's eye. Luke 6, 37. How many know the Word of God always, always will establish itself? Two or three, sometimes 20 witnesses, over and over and over. Luke 6, 37. Judge not, you shall not be judged. Condemn not, you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you shall be forgiven. Matthew 5, 9 says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Who here wants to be called the children of God, the child of God? Matthew 5, 44, But I tell you this, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. In this way you show that you are children of your Father in heaven. John 7, 24 says, Judge not according to appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Now listen. That doesn't mean we don't know right from wrong. doesn't mean that we don't clearly see this is right and this is wrong. But how do we handle it, church? How do we handle it? Do I look at another person as if I couldn't do what they're doing? If I was raised by their parents, lived their life, had their ancestors? And if I do that, I've become a Pharisee. We've got to be very careful. And out of the overflow of the heart and the mouth speaks. We rise and fall to the level of our confession. If I speak evil over people, I'm agreeing with the enemy. We're to be intercessors. Go back to Ezekiel. And the Lord said, I'm looking for one that will stand in the gap. That doesn't mean we don't say what's right and what's wrong. But how we do it, we've got to judge our own heart accordingly. A definition of a fault finder, that is one given to fault finding person who criticizes someone or something often in a way that is not fair or reasonable. A person who tends to find fault. Synonyms. Carper. Castigator. Censurer. Criticizer. Disparager. Critic. Hypercritic. 
knocker, nitpicker. I don't want to be any of that. <laughs> How about a condemner, a denouncer, a belittler, a decrier, a denigrator, a derider, a detractor, an assailant, or an attacker? You know, all these are characteristics of our enemy. Miss Jerry gave us a testimony today about a lady that kind of got under her skin. And you know what? But she said, I went to the Lord and said, why? See, that's what we're doing. When somebody's bothered, it's when something's wrong. Because if I don't see them with the love of God through my eyes, for the, uh, the value of that person set by the cross, then something's wrong with me. I've got to take me to Jesus. Lord, help me to love Because guess what? Agape love loves the unlovable. How about crucifier, criticaster, hair splitter, pedophagor? Now, I wouldn't look these up when I'm not going to give you every definition, but that's some homework for you if you want it. Haranger, railer, ranter, rebuker, reproacher, reprover, scold, upbraider, bellyacher, complainer, crybaby, fusser, griper, grouch, grouser, grumbler, and whiner. <laughs> Judging and fault-finding are works of the flesh. Now, the effects of the corrupt nature... I mean, but this, I'm sorry. Thank you, Lord. Now, the effects of the corrupt nature are obvious. Illicit sex, perversion, promiscuity, idolatry, and drug use. Now, I put these words in red that would apply to what happens to you when you get a little judgmental. You know, you can't hate anybody until you judge them first. Look at the series here. It goes like this. I judge you guilty. What you have done, I am judging you guilty. And I never go to unforgiveness or even hatred or anger, hatred, murder. That never happens, that sequence, unless you first judge somebody. So hatred, rivalry, you have what I don't have. I want to compete with you. I want more than what you have. I don't like what you're doing. I want to be better. Rivalry, judgment, jealousy, angry outbursts, selfish ambition, conflict, and factions, envy, drunkenness, wild partying, and similar things. I've told you in the past, and I'm telling you again, that people who do these kinds of things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the spiritual nature produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There are no laws against things like that. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified their corrupt nature along with its passions and desires. There we go. Thank you, Lord. If we live by our spiritual nature in our lives, it's good to have help made. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. <laughs> if we live by our spiritual nature, then our lives need to conform to our spiritual nature. We can't allow ourselves to act arrogantly and to provoke or envy each other. And listen, church, we have to guard against giving place to a fault-finding spirit. It's easy. It is easy. And boy, you can get in a group of people and they go, did you see that one over there? And what about this one over here? And what about that over there? And if you get carried away with this thing, and it becomes a work of the flesh that gets demonized or you're born with, you'll never find any place you'll ever be satisfied with. Not only can fault-finding, which criticism, criticism and finger-pointing, be a work of the flesh, it can also give place to a demonic spirit that specializes in inspiring people to find fault with every person and everything we encounter. James 1.15 reveals to us how the works of the flesh, he calls self-seeking lust, progresses from the fleshly realm to the demonic realm, which is death. 
Satan and his imps are more than willing to help us sin. How many know? The enemy's a cheerleader for our flesh. You can do it. You have a right to. Go ahead. You know what they did to you? Listen to what they're saying out there. Satan and his imps are more than willing to help us sin. If we give place to sin repeatedly, we'll take on a corresponding spirit of darkness to help us out. That works in every realm, not just this one. Somebody said if you lie once, you might get a demon. If you lie twice, you're getting one. There's a place. Quick to repent. Quick to forgive. We have to be a people. All the deliverance that we do. All of the deliverance we do. If we don't get, if we're not quick to repent and quick to forgive, we go back into bondage. So God delivers you from alcohol. He delivers you from drugs. He delivers you from those things. And you can get a root of bitterness in you because you didn't forgive somebody. All those doors open back up. It is a huge trip for deliverance ministers and people coming into understanding. Because you come into understanding about this spirit realm and these demons and how they work. Okay? And you can see them in the people. And if you're not careful, you'll judge the people. Judge the demons. They're guilty. But if we're not careful, we, we have to be very careful by the Spirit of God to separate what the works of the devil does through people and love people anyway. Yes. Amen? People who start out being critical of the work of the flesh eventually give place to the demon spirit of fault fighting. They become unteachable and dissatisfied and will never walk in the goodness of God without repentance and deliverance. Thank you, Father. People who have this spirit, yeah, thank you, Father. When people take on this spirit, they become very harsh and critical of everyone and everything. They become like legalistic Pharisees. They're so quick to point out that disciples were eating with unwashed hands or that Jesus cured someone on the Sabbath. Even with fighting, deny a miracle that was straight from God because of a little bitty hair splitting thing. All finders always have issues. They're grumblers and complainers. Jude 1.15 said these are grumblers, complainers, walking according to their own lusts, and they mouth great swelling words, flattering people to gain advantage. They're usually scoffers. People can become the brunt of their proud, snide human. People who have this spirit spread slander, gossip, and malicious rumors throughout the body of Christ. They're not afraid to speak evil of those in spiritual authority above them. Jude 10. But these speak evil of whatever they do not know. And whatever they know naturally, like brute beasts, in these things they corrupt themselves. Those given to the Spirit must have their mouth stopped by prayer and godly counsel. Or they'll rack habit. We don't fight flesh with flesh, folks. we got to pray. we got to pray, first of all, to make sure it's not in us. Make sure we're not going there. But then pray, this body of Christ needs to walk as love. And the way it walks in love is when we all are open with one another, where we do battle, where we walk in love, where when we see an issue, we do battle instead of agreeing with the darkness. Paul instructs us in Titus 1.1. says, whose mouth must be stopped who subvert whole households. I know as a businessman, and the Lord has allowed me to retire now, but for all these years we've had our business, if we knew, listen, that somebody's grumbling and complaining out there, we're going to go get them. And we're going to talk to them. And we don't lord over people, but we're going to go find them. And we're going to ask them what the problem is. And do our best to solve it. And let them know that if we can help you and you can be happy here, we want you here. But if not, we're going to pray that you'd be blessed somewhere else. <laughs> Amen. Huh? Because it's, and we're going to bless you 
And if, if you know, if we tell you what to do or ask you what to do and you do it, we're going to be happy with that. We want to give, maintain your dignity and treat you the way you're supposed to be. And if you don't do what we ask you to do, we're going to ask you why. And then we'll tell you. And then if you won't do that, you just don't want to be here. So you have to go. So we do things in a godly manner, in godly counsel. And we've always looked at, see, that's a team in a work environment. But we're a team in the body of Christ, and we need to be looking to build each other. But let me tell you something. When there's mouths running, they are like a cancer that spreads. And they have to be stopped. They have to be stopped. Now, that means it's everybody's place to go to everybody. You've got to know from the Lord. We have to listen to the Holy Spirit. But listen, the one thing you don't have to do is listen to gossip. Nobody does. Nobody has to listen to slander. Nobody has to gossip. I'm going to tell you something. Somebody speaks a negative word to me. I'm going to speak something positive about that person. Whoever they're talking about. I'm going to speak life instead of death. Because you've got to stop those things. Or you get caught up with it. And there's even a thing, folks, called tacit agreement. Tacit agreement means somebody says something negative about somebody to you, and you don't counter that. Then you, It's just like you agreed with them. They leave you thinking you agree. We need to speak life unto people. Usually, the person that has this type of spirit prays very little if they're a Christian. They live for the flesh and have taken on a spirit of pride. They're basically selfish, self-centered, and would rather have their own way than yield for the good of the church, the home, the work, friends, etc. Reasons for fault finding. Prayerlessness. Prayer keeps us focused on the Lord and filled with the Holy Spirit. Brings forth the fruit of the Spirit. Causes us, you know, the more you pray, the less uh, people bother you. Huh? <laughs> the less people bother you. It brings forth the fruit of the Spirit. Causes us to overlook faults and flaws of others. Most of the time, I tell you, why, one of the reasons is the more you pray, the more you know how messed up you are. Right? Huh? Oh, Lord, help me. <laughs> hey, the more, I, listen, the more you grow in the Lord, the more you know how messed up you are. And you may not do what you did before. By the grace of God, as we grow in the Lord, we don't do what we did before. There's things we do now that we never would have done before that are good things. But it's all by the grace and to the glory of the living God. And you know, but the more... Look, Isaiah the prophet, he stood before the living God and he said, Oh, Lord, woe unto me, a man of unclean lips amongst an unclean people. This is a man that wrote the book of Isaiah, the prophet of Calvary. And he stood before the Lord and he was on his face. It's like everybody else that saw him in his glory. So the more we pray, the more we're going to know. So if you ever see anybody that looks the opposite way, they're not really that close to God. They're not, no matter what they say. So they need your prayer too. Amen? Prayerlessness has the opposite effect. When we don't pray, we begin to notice every fault and every flaw of our brothers and sisters. Everyone irritates us. We become critical and resentful of how they treat us, even when they haven't done anything intentionally to hurt us. Carl gossipers love to fault find. Otherwise, what would there be to gossip about? If you didn't find fault with somebody, you wouldn't have anything bad to say. If believers would mind their own business and be about the business of the kingdom, there would be little time to fault find. When we stay in prayer, we realize how much work we have, how much we need to work on ourselves, and we also become very understanding of the shortcomings of others. We consider ourselves lest we should also be tempted, according to Galatians 6.1. Living for the flesh. The person who lives for the flesh loves to persecute the person who lives in the Spirit. It's always been that way. People who profess Christ but don't want to pay the price to live for Christ resent those 
who do pay the price to live for Him. How many know when you're moving towards God, there are people that say, I, I had people say, you know what, you'll get over that God thing. You know, don't take that God thing too far. Well, how far can you take that? I'm, I'm going all of it. I want every, I want to do everything in me he wants to do, and I want, I want to give all of my life to the Lord. You can't go too far in the Lord. But the enemy will raise up people to discourage you. And if you're going to come into this deliverance, you can go, I can tell you right now, I'm not going to pronounce it over you, but you can bet a good bit of your family going to think you're crazy. Huh? You're going to go after God. You're going to really believe Him. And you're going to really decide that what His Word says is true. And you're going to live that life and you're going to say, Lord, I don't want anything to do with the things of this world that are not of you helping me to come out of Egypt. Well, I'm going to tell you, some people are going to think you're crazy. But it's worth every price. Because He's worth it all. His presence in your life, His help, the freedom He brings, His love and that understanding, it's worth everything. Some believers are like that. They want to shine with the presence of the Holy Spirit. They want the joy of the Holy Spirit. They want the anointing to see powerful results when they pray, but they don't want to spend the time in the presence of the Lord to receive that kind of anointing. They don't want to come away from the worldly, fleshly desires. When we stop living for the flesh and gossiping and fault-finding, it will leave our lives when we quit living in the flesh. we live for the flesh, we'll always find something to complain about. You know, it's kind of funny. And a person decides they want to quit smoking cigarettes, the ones that uh, would be kind of convicted and bothered by their quitting who never offered them a cigarette before or offer them a pack. You know, in the, in the, in the marijuana world, back when I used to smoke dope, though, there were people that wouldn't give you a joint one. Boy, they'll call you up and offer you a ton, you know, whatever they have. So as soon as you're quitting, because the enemy's working through them. But also, as you're coming out, that's that thing where people say, well, you're just a Bible thumper. Well, yeah, I'm going to thump my Bible. We'll thump it open to the left, and I'm going to look and see what it says. You know, we're not better. You're saved. You're born again. You're not any more valuable than any other human being on the face of the earth. The price was paid for all who will. Okay? But praise the Lord. We're His kids now. So we don't want to do what we used to do because those things lead unto death. And we've got a good dad that loves us, our daddy in heaven. He's our father. So we want to do good things in the Lord. Amen? There's a sin that I've labeled familiarity. He or she doesn't know how to honor a man or woman of God. Look next door to you. There they are. It's the people around us. Everybody born again is a man or woman of God. They don't know how to honor. We, we forget how to honor one another and yet understand the human side. You know if you hang around any of us long enough, you're going to see something ugly? Anybody say amen? amen. <laughs> huh? Come on. Right? Did, it's a serious thing to come against the Lord's anointed, and that's everybody that belongs to the Lord. In this sense of familiarity, when people disrespect each other, they get close enough to see you that you're just human. And it can be, and I'm putting here a fatal mistake. We must learn that God puts His ministry gifts into human vessels. We must learn to respect one another and not get critical of their little quirks and personality traits. Listen. Same person that was ugly to you yesterday might give you a word today that saves your life. Huh? We need to learn to take the flesh and put it aside and learn to have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord would say to us. It can be through a little child. It can be through another person. But we're all human. Thus, we're quick to repent, quick to forgive, and to listen to the voice of God wherever it's coming from. Amen? How about ingratitude? Most people with a critical spirit are ungrateful for their own blessings. Critical people are miserable people. 
they've lost their joy for living because they failed to see all the blessing God has bestowed upon them. I always tell people, listen, look, there's a spirit called depression. I don't belittle that. Okay? There's battles. But you'll never stay that way if you were if you stay thankful. Because it starts with discouragement and then it moves to disappointment and then it moves to depression. And the Bible says, put on a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. React to it when it's just starting. And thank God. Who was that said yesterday about thank God for a flushing toilet or was that this morning? Huh? I've been in Nepal. I can tell you, thank God for a flushing, flushing toilet. And thank God for what you can sit on. Okay? I'm telling you, we're blessed here. But I always tell people, say, thank God for your socks. Start with your socks. Thank you, Lord, for my socks and my shoes and the shirt that I have and the things, those little things. And start thanking Him and work your way up the list to the fact that you're eating good. You know, there's food and all the things that we have here. But you know what? If none of that was here and you are born again, you're not going to hell. Lord, we got to start there. We were doomed. And Jesus saved us. How glorious is that? Lord, and He didn't save us not to take us as His own. We can trust our Lord in everything. In this country, I'm just going to say this, in this country, most of the battles we go through are because of us. We're born into stuff, but most of the battles we go through are because of us and our poor choices. Okay? There are things we're born and we need to get free of. And I don't want to belittle because we, generation curses, they're real and they matter. They need to be broke, and that cycle of death needs to be broke. But we're, most of the people here are not born into abject poverty where, where every scrap of, of money you have is for something to eat. Right? Or where they're having to put a straw roof on a place. You know, we're not born that way. So we ought to be a thankful people. And thank you, Lord, for whatever time we have left in the blessings you've given us here. In Jesus' name. They've lost their joy of living because they failed to see all the blessings God has bestowed on them. Philippians 4, 6 says, But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. I believe that thanksgiving is attached to prayer and supplication. It's difficult to have a consistent attitude of gratitude without a heart to pray. That scripture goes on to talk about peace. And there's a lot of God's folks don't have peace. And one of the reasons is they're not asking God to, for, to meet their needs. They're not supplicating it with prayer and thanksgiving. You've got to be thankful. Religious spirit. The word religious means relating to or manifesting faithful devotion to an acknowledged ultimate reality or deity. Or of related to or devoted to religious beliefs or observances. Or scrupulously and conscientiously faithful. Now all that sounds good. It could be good. If it's to our God Jehovah and to Jesus' ways and to the ways of love and the ways of the Lord and the ways of truth. But when religious spirit morphs into something that's judgmental that says if they don't do it exactly like I do it, they're less than me, then it becomes a real problem. Here's some characteristics of religious spirit. First one is powerlessness. Powerlessness. Second Timothy 3, 5 says, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. You know, Nicky said, and he quoted yesterday, he said in, in Romans, it says, if it's not of faith, it's sin. Lord, so, kind of, boy, when you really get that, 
How many places in our life do we need to say, Lord, I haven't believed you here. So therefore, now listen, he's not looking to condemn us, he's looking to fix us. And, and the brother preached and that we talked about it afterwards. If you want any freedom at all, all freedom comes on the heels of repentance. Without repentance, there's no freedom. And, and so, and, and, and even fear, and there are people suffering from fear and anxiety and, and all those things. But the only way you're going to get healed is to repent, to say, I, I have sinned here. And you have to. And the Lord, Lord's not looking at it to squeeze that out of it. He's looking at it to, so you can say so. Tell the devil that he's not going to be in your business because you're trusting God to fix those things. The Lord, and then we're in fellowship with the Lord. We have to repent. Hey, with repent, listen, repentance, I'm just going to say it's true repentance. It's a gift from the living God. It is a gift. But God's people, listen, God's people need to take advantage of this blessing He's given us called repentance. It's a, it's a privilege for God's people to be able to repent. Because guess what? Until you repent, you don't become one of His people in the first place. And then this life we live, we can walk in repentance. And that means fellowship with the living God. And we need to take advantage of that. Sister said today, she wants a repentant lifestyle. That doesn't mean guilt conscious. That doesn't mean they're going to beat me up for how bad I am. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I, I belong to the Lord. We're a child of the living God. Amen? But it does mean we need to be grace conscious. And grace conscious means I believe that He has His power working in me to change me to accomplish the will of God for my life. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Gospel of Jesus Christ, the power of God unto salvation for healing, deliverance, wholesomeness of spirit, soul, and body. It is the Word of God. It is quick and it's powerful and it has creative life. Amen? Another characteristic of a religious spirit is to always focus on the negative things that are happening around them. It's the tendency to see our primary mission as tearing down what we believe is wrong. The religious spirit has an inclination to see more of what is wrong with other people or other churches than what is right with them. Listen, folks, you can get online and you can find ministries that tear down every ministry there is that they can find. And that's all they do. And they don't, you don't ever see any prayer. You know, it's one thing to rightly discern the Word of God. It's one thing to say, well, I believe that is wrong. And this person is in error. But I'm talking about folks that do that and they never pray for these people to see. They never bind the enemy of the people's souls. They're always attack, 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 attack. That's wrong. That's a religious spirit. Thank you, Lord. Third characteristic of a religious spirit manifested in a person that is always trying to fix what's wrong with other people as if they were appointed by God with this mission. Hey, we aren't the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit leads you, you go tell somebody they're wrong. Listen, I always tell people, I minister to people all the time, and there'll be people living in sin together, you know, and they'll want prayer, and I tell them, I really can't pray for you. So I can pray, but the position you're in is not, a, you know, if you'll repent and come to God, we can believe Him to change things. But if you're not going to repent, you've got to come to God on His terms. Now, I'm not telling you that because I'm judging you as if I couldn't do what you're doing, because I have. Okay? And only we're kept only by the grace of God. But I'm going to add, and I asked people, I said, would you think I'm friendly if you had a rattlesnake in your pocket and I didn't tell you? 
And they said, well, no. And I said, well, you got a rattlesnake in your pocket. You need to repent. <laughs> we need to tell people when they're doing things that will destroy them. Right? But not out of your own righteousness with the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. A religious spirit brings a sense that we're closer to God than other people, that our lives and ministries are more pleasing to God than others. A religious spirit has a tendency to compare ourselves to others. We think are less spiritual, thus building ourselves up while tearing others down. It works in reverse, too. You can have a religious spirit and attack yourself. I always tell people, you've got to get rid of the scorecard. And I want to say this about the scorecard. What that means is that I have a checklist, or get rid of this checklist that says, I'm doing this right, I'm doing this right, I'm doing this right, I'm doing this right, I'm doing this right. And you're not doing that right. You're not doing that right. And you're not doing that right. And conversely, the same checklist can say, well, that one's doing all that right, and then look at me. I'm a piece of trash. Both attitudes are wrong. Both attitudes. We ought to walk in the grace of God. God convince you, repent. If He convince you, repent. Your value is not in your performance. It's not the other person's value is not in their performance. So if we see somebody else doing wrong, we need to pray for them. If we mess up, we have an advocate with the Father. It doesn't change your value according to how well you're doing. And if you have a checklist, you'll never get it. If, if, if you keep it scrolling yourself, you'll never do enough. Not in the right attitude. Amen? Throw the checklist away. Walk in Jesus. Walk in the grace of God. Read His Word. Love God. Love people. Pray. Repent. Be quick. I'm going to say it again. Be quick to repent. Quick to forgive. If God doesn't keep score on our sins, right? Now look, the enemy will. I promise you, he does. He's the one that goes before the throne of God night and day, accusing the saints. Uh, that's why we repent, put the blood of Jesus between us and Him, stay in fellowship with the Lord, get Him out of our business. Jealousy is a characteristic of the religious spirit. This is our tendency to be suspicious of or to oppose new movements, churches, ministries. Sometimes it can affect family members who are trying to draw close to Jesus. In a room this size, I can guarantee you that there have been some people attacked just because they want to love their Lord. Okay? Jealousy. Or even competition. How many know there's competition in the body of Christ that doesn't belong? Huh? Somebody's doing good with the Lord. I, I, I believe the people here, that there, if there's deliverance camps spring up all over this country, we'd be delighted people getting free. Amen? I mean, when you hear something, if, and listen, it's, church, if you hear something that is somebody's doing something and people are getting saved, they're getting born again, they're getting baptized in the Holy Ghost, they're getting delivered, and you don't want to rejoice in that, something's wrong. Because just because we don't have a part of it directly, we're one body. We should delight in what the Lord does, wherever He does it. We're about building His kingdom, God's kingdom. But we give the Lord glory for what He's doing here and elsewhere in Jesus' name. Another characteristic of religious spirit is a mechanical prayer life. <laughs> when we start feeling relief when our prayer time is over with the one we love, we're being motivated by a religious spirit. You get that? That means you're sitting down to pray and you just want to get it over with. Well, that's not in the spirit. See, we, we've slipped off into performance. I mean, now listen. It doesn't mean quit praying. It means, Lord, I'm, I need help. It always, always falls down to, Lord, I need help. Help me to pray. Lord, I've been prayerless. I haven't prayed like I'm supposed to. Would you help me, Lord? I confess that is sin. 
And when you do, then the Holy Spirit will energize your prayer life. He'll energize your prayer life. Everybody knows what it's like. Everybody in this room knows what it's like to have been walked in, in, in dryness. Alright? Well, the one that changes it is Him. And so we got to be real with the Lord and come to Him and say, Lord, help me to pray. Thank you, Lord. How about doing things in order to be noticed and accepted by men? It means, I always tell people that if we've got to get to where in the church or anywhere else or any ministry we are, that we can sit in the back and be fine, sit in the, sit in the front and be fine. If I need to sit in the front to be seen, I need to sit in the back. And if I need to sit in the back because I'm scared to be sitting in the front and be seen, then I need to come sit in the front to conquer that thing. And then I need to get to a position where where the Holy Spirit wants me to sit. Amen? I'm not worried about what men think. Amen? Hallelujah. How about glorying more in what God has done in the past than what He's doing in the present? Focused on the past and our future is aborted. Oh God, you did that then. Hey, we give Him glory for what He did in the past. I always tell people, look, the past is done. And there's, there's only two reasons to go back to the past. Only two. One of them is to go get healed. Sometimes you've got to go back to those memories. You've got to allow the Holy Spirit to show you. You gotta, sometimes you need to submit under some ministry to help you get there. Okay? Now you go back for that. Then, then in those places where we root up those things of darkness and the Lord sets us free and then heals according to His promise. Now we can go forward and the only time to go back to the past is to give God some glory to somebody else to give them hope for what He's done for you. Other than that, we just live for today looking for the return of our King one day. Living every day, day by day. I told you about keeping score. I got ahead. We talked about that with Martin over there earlier. And, and he talked about how he'd give a message and he'd get ahead of himself and then go, oh, here it is. But, you know, God establishes things by two or three witnesses. So here it is again. Keeping score. Quit keeping score. Includes feeling better about ourselves because we go to more meetings, read our Bibles more, do more things for the Lord than most other Christians. Checklist of how good or bad we're doing or how good or bad someone else is doing. Listen, that doesn't mean we won't go to meetings or read our Bibles. Do what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to do those things. You need that. But that doesn't make us holy. That doesn't make you holy. The only thing that makes you holy is the blood of the Lamb of God. If you're born again, you're holy. Maybe our behavior doesn't always reflect that. Huh? It's part of what we're doing here. Let me tell you, the one listen, the purpose of deliverance is just like Sister said, you did it. Sister Patty said, it's so we look like Jesus. Huh? Amen? So we look like, no, other sister Tammy said that. So we look like Jesus. It's all about looking like Jesus. If we don't look like Jesus, we need some more whittling done. Amen? Another major characteristic. Inflexibility. This represents people who are unwilling to change. They're unwilling to change the time of the service, the day you meet, color of the carpet or the length of the candles in the church. <laughs> and you could go on and on and on and on and on with that. Sometimes everybody on the right needs to get up and go sit on the left. And sometimes everybody on the left needs to go over and sit on the right. You know? Just because. Their people think they ought to do. You know? Well, 
Now listen, here, here's where it really gets careful. Look, I'm talking about all this, and a lot of us have encountered people like that. Every one of us has probably struggled in some of these areas. But one of your biggest challenges, it is pretty easy, really, when it gets down to it, if you've been there especially, to have compassion and mercy for the person in the ditch. For the person that's 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 trying to get out of that ditch, who's been off into sexual sin and, and, and been off into drug use and been off on into that mess and they're fighting and you're loving them. But sometimes it can be very hard to love the one that thinks they know it all. Hmm? The one that's walking in their perceived holiness. But I got news for you. They may be in more trouble than this one over here that's saying, help me, Jesus. So they, they, you know, and all of us are somewhere between the ditch and that. I'm going to say it again, all of us are somewhere between the ditch and the Pharisee. And though wherever you are, whatever we see, if God's opened our eyes to see something, we've got to intercede. And we need to intercede for those people making just as hard as the person in the ditch. Thank you, Lord. Perfectionism. It's a major component of a religious spirit. Perfectionists cannot tolerate mistakes or failures in themselves or others. They're constantly sitting in a judgment of others because they have a spirit of judgment and criticism that is at work in their own lives. You know, that judgment is a cycle. And, and, and so the cycle, if I judge you, I end up judging me. Unholy. And if, I, if I'm not at peace with me, I'll never be at peace with you. And it just goes back and forth and back and forth. You go back to that scripture, judge not, you shall not be judged in the same measure that you judge with. It's measured back to you. I remember early on in, in, in my walk with the Lord, I heard a man teach, and he was teaching on that law. Judge not, you should not be judged. And he, and he talked about how a lady that was in his church made a statement about another family and a woman's kids, and that woman's kids had got off into drugs, and this lady said, my children will never do that. And within three or four months, her own children were doing drugs. And in my own life, I was sitting there, and a few weeks after I heard the message, then I, I remember talking about a man, and I called him a gossiper, and I realized I was gossiping. My lesson was easier. Okay, but we got to be real careful. Thank you, Lord. By the way, perfectionism, and this is for whoever needs to hear this, is often caused because you couldn't please your mom or dad. Hmm? You're always striving to do something perfect because you never could please them if that's you. Then let the Lord minister you here today for that. It roots into that religious spirit. And it's holding people to standards that can't be met. Holding people to standards that can't be met, including yourself. Listen, if you do anything good, it's from Jesus. If we do anything good, if there's anything good in us, if there's anything good accomplished, the glory goes to the Lord. Amen? And if we fail, we run into His arms, never away. And he restores, picks you back up, says, try again, son. Try again, daughter. I'm with you. We're going to get through this, son. Amen? Next characteristic of religious spirit is legalism. These are people who try to control, regulate, or cover their problems by following a list of rules and traditions imposed on them by religious systems. They will be adamant that others agree with their opinions. Those that do not will be shunned or assaulted. Shunned or assaulted. <coughs> One of the things that happens is because your heart's not healed and that religious spirit's in there, if they don't do it your way, they're wrong. They're wrong. And the, and, and, and the reason that people take that approach is that they're wrong is because 
it, they, they uh, feel like something is taking away from your value. Let me tell you something. If you're born again, nothing can take away from your value. Somebody said today, you're going with, you know, we're the ones that can stop our deliverance. Let me say that. So we're the ones. The Lord will give you all you can handle. All you can handle. And He sets the pace. But you can outright stop it if you want to. Legalism has to go from God's people. Thank you, Lord. How about excessive guilt, which motivates a person to work for God to be accepted by Him as a covering for his sin? It is a major component of a religious spirit. This spirit can prevent a person from simply walking in Yahweh's grace for themselves or others. You know you can't pay God back? I may know that. I'm going to say this. If you're from a Catholic background, let me read the rest and I'll say this. The feeling of never being good enough is a dead giveaway. Because it shows that the person is trying to make things right for God themselves and not relying on the work of Christ, which has already paid their debt in full. There's a thing called penance. Penance. Penance means you're trying to pay back God for your, to, to atone for your sins. It's rooted in Catholicism. And in, in the Catholic, still to this day, when they, were, they pay penance. They do things. Sometimes that penance might be 25 Hail Marys or whatever. Whatever the priest tells them to do, they go do in order to pay back God to get off of their sin. Now, if you've got that spirit in your background, then you'll never, ever, many times, feel right with God. You always feel like you're just short. You're just short. You're just short. But listen, if you're saved, you're saved to the uttermost. You're in God. You're not short. He loves us. He paid the price. Thinking that you can do things apart from God is another dead giveaway. Jesus made it very clear that apart from Him, you can do nothing. Now listen to this, church. Religious spirits are more interested in judgment than forgiveness. Somebody who has religious spirits will often be more interested in seeing somebody pay or be punished for their wrongdoing than they are in seeing that person repent and receive the forgiveness and grace of God. They want justice but not mercy. You feel like you've been wrong, that that person deserves justice for what they've done to you. This may very well be the work of a religious spirit. Remember, religious spirits are more interested in justice and punishment than mercy and forgiveness. Feeling this way is actually a form of pride because it holds you on a righteous pedestal while it sees the other person as a sinner who deserves to be repaid for the wrong that they've done. Lord, I don't want to be repaid for the wrong that I've done. I don't want to be repaid. I can't bear the cost. What do we do about that? What do we do? Isaiah 52, 2. Shake thyself from the dust and sit down, O Jerusalem. Loose thyself from the bands of thy neck, O captive daughter of Zion. There's an answer. There's an answer. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. All who will, we're going to pray. And if you'll pray with me. Say, Father, I confess. Father, I confess. That in the past. That in the past. I held unforgiveness. I held unforgiveness. And sometimes bitterness. And sometimes bitterness. And resentment. And resistance in my heart, in my heart against certain people. Against certain people. Who hurt, who hurt or disappointed me. Or disappointed me. I now recognize this as sin. I now recognize this as sin. Confess it as sin. Confess it as sin. For you said in your word. For you said in your word. That if we confess our sin. For if we confess our sin. You are faithful. You are faithful. And just. 
to forgive us of our sins to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness all unrighteousness I now freely forgive all those people all those people and ask you to bless them and ask you to bless them if they're living if they're living I also forgive myself I also now forgive myself for all my many faults for all my many faults and failures and failures for you have freely forgiven me for you have freely forgiven me thank you Father thank you Father for freedom for freedom from the load of unforgiveness from the load of unforgiveness bitterness and resentment bitterness and resentment in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Father I confess to you Father I confess to you that in the past that in the past through ignorance through ignorance curiosity curiosity or willfully or willfully I came into contact I came up I came into contact with certain religious activities with certain religious activities I now recognize this as sin I now recognize this as sin and confess it as sin and confess it I claim forgiveness I claim forgiveness in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I repent I repent for all unholy judgment of other people for all unholy judgment of other, of I, other people I break the cycle of judgment I break the cycle of judgment and counsel the pronouncement of guilt against my mother father any siblings and all other people including myself whether I've done this knowingly whether I've done this or unknowingly. I will not charge them on the day of judgment. I repent for criticism, fault finding, and all agreement with the accuser of the brethren. I break all curses that have come from this judgment. I pray, Lord, that you would forgive and bless all the people whom I have called guilty who are still alive with the knowledge and understanding of your goodness. I submit all judgment to Jesus and come out of agreement with every unholy spirit of judgment. I also renounce and confess as sin any oath which I and my ancestors have taken to any false god and any idolatrous practices which I have been involved. Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus and I am closing any door which I and my ancestors have opened to you and your demons in the name of Jesus. I renounce Satan and all his demons. I declare them my enemies and command them to get out of my life completely. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I now claim deliverance from any and all evil spirits which may be in me. Once and for all, I close the door in my life to all occult practices and command all related spirits to leave me now in the name of Jesus. 
I break every curse of family destruction in the name of Jesus. I release myself from the hold of any religious spirit strong man in the name of Jesus. I command all spirits of religion to loose their hold on my life in the name of Jesus. Now we're going to call them out. So breathe. Will them out. Listen, if you've never been here, you never had your deliverance, understand, I'm going to say this, don't pray while we're doing this. Okay? Don't pray. Just breathe. Will them out. There'll be time to give God some glory and pray later. We just pray. Now we're going to do battle. Okay? So I'll call these things out. You will them out. Say, I have no agreement. And we're all in agreement that these spirits have to leave. And one will put a thousand to flight and two ten thousand. So be gone in Jesus' name. Just breathe. Judgmentalism come out of God's people now in the name of Jesus. Go, 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 go. Get out in the name of Jesus. Go, 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 go. Judgment. Unholy judgment. Go, 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 go. Self-righteous go in the name of Jesus. Pharisee go in the name of Jesus. Get out of God's people in the name of Jesus. Religious pride. Get out of God's people in Jesus' name. Criticism, legalism, perfectionism. I break your power in the name of Jesus. I separate the perfectionism from the rejection that came from the parents in the name of Jesus. I break your power in the name of Jesus. All performance in that. I break your power in the name of Jesus. Come out of God's people now in Jesus' name. All division, all error. In the name of Jesus. Doctrinal falsehoods. I break your power in the name of Jesus. All unbelief. Come out of God's people now. In Jesus' name. Fear, doubt, unbelief. I separate that three-fold cord. Break, break, break. Come out. In the name of Jesus. Fear, doubt, unbelief. Separate. Come out. In the name of Jesus. Go, 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 go. In Jesus' name. Go. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. All confusion. Go. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you that confusion is loosed in the enemy camp. In Jesus' name. That we lose civil war in the enemy camp. In the name of Jesus. Confusion go. In the name of Jesus. Argumentative go. Contentious go. In the name of Jesus. False holiness go. False holiness. Get out of God's people. Serpents, come out now. That is wound around the neck. I break your power. In the name of Jesus. Come out of God's people. In the name of Jesus. All python spirits, come out now. In the name of Jesus. Salvation by works. I break your power. In the name of Jesus. Go, 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 go. In the name of Jesus. All guilt. Get out. Guilt. Self-hatred. Go. In the name of Jesus. Religious self-hatred. Go. In the name of Jesus. Religious judgment against self. I break your power. In the name of Jesus. Go. 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 All condemnation. Get out of God's people. In the name of Jesus. Fear of losing salvation from the enemy. You who lie to God's people. I bind you. I break your power. In the name of Jesus. The Lord rebuke you. In Jesus' name. An unhealthy fear of God. In the name of Jesus. One who sees Father God as an enemy. I break your power. In the name of Jesus. One who sees the Father as one who wants to destroy. I break your power. Every lying spirit in this area. In the name of Jesus. Go, 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 go. In the name of Jesus. All intolerance. In the name of Jesus. Intolerance for others. In the name of Jesus. Intolerance for others in the body of Christ. I break your power. In the name of Jesus. Externalism. That that works on appearance instead of the inner man. I break your power in the name of Jesus. You've got to go in Jesus' name. Murder. Go. Religious murder. In the name of Jesus. Religious murder. Lust. Ambition. Go. Unholy ambition. I break your power 
in the name of Jesus. All condemnation in the name of Jesus. Right now, I command St. Anne, St. Elizabeth, all Catholic spirits, all spirits of penance, I break your power in the name of Jesus. Everybody say, I repent. I repent. For me and my ancestors. For any affiliation with the Catholic Church. All unholy parts of the Catholic Church. For worse than the Pope. Worse than Mary, working the rosary, in the name of Jesus, worshiping saints, I repent for that idolatry, in the name of Jesus, I break unholy soul ties with anybody that ties me to that unholy religion, I break the power of the Babylonian witchcraft in Jesus' name and the transubstantiation in Jesus' name. I break the power of the spirit of penance in Jesus' name. And I command all those spirits to go now in Jesus' name. Now, get out of God's people now in the name of Jesus. Go, 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 go. Penance, go. Idol worship, go. Mariology, go. In the name of Jesus. Working the rosary, go. Holy water, go. In the name of Jesus. Get out of God's people. In the name of Jesus. Loose them, loose them, loose them, loose them. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Worshiping the Pope, we break that. In the name of Jesus. Catholic Confirmation, we break that. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Worshiping the host, we break that. In the name of Jesus, broken, 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 broken. Come out of God's people. In the name of Jesus, every saint that's been worshipped, come out. Saint Joseph, come out. In the name of Jesus, come out, come out, come out, come out. Everything from wearing the crucifix. Talisman, in the name of Jesus, for looking for the crucifix, for power. In the name of Jesus, we break your power. For protection, we break your power. Come out of God's people. In the name of Jesus, go, 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 go. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, I break the false covering of that. I also break the anathema. Say, I break the power of the anathema. The curse that was placed by men in their mouths in government in the Catholic Church over anybody that left the church. I break that curse off of my life in Jesus' name. Now, deep breath. Spirit from the anathema, get out in the name of Jesus. Loose God's people now in Jesus' name. Get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out in Jesus' name. All false love go. All false gifts go. False compassion in the name of Jesus. False tongues. False words of wisdom. Say, I repent, I repent. For, the religion for the religion of witchcraft, of witchcraft. in my life. In the life of my ancestors. And I break the curse of witchcraft. In Jesus' name. And I renounce the third eye. In Jesus' name. And I command all false gifts, all unholy gifts, all gifts that counterfeit God, the Holy Spirit, have to go. I renounce them now. All false prophets. I break the power of all witchcraft prophecies over my life in Jesus' name. And I command the third eye to be closed. And I thank you, Lord, for doing that for me in Jesus' name. And go ahead and take another deep breath. Get out. 
Third eye go. Be closed in the name of Jesus. 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 All false gifts go. All false tongues go. False prophecies go. Clairvoyance go. In the name of Jesus. Go, 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 go. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. False mercy go. In the name of Jesus. Go, 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 go. False burdens go. In the name of Jesus. Get out. False words of wisdom. False words of knowledge. All clairvoyance go. Get out of God's people now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Religious dominance, come out. In the name of Jesus. Self-serving, come out. Selfishness, greed, go, 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 go. Get out of God's people. Unloved and no love, in the name of Jesus. Truth, but no love. Truth, but no love. Truth, but no love. I break your power in the name of Jesus. You've got to go. In Jesus' name. That that would rob, that that would cheat. Religious coldness, we break your power. Say, in the name of Jesus, I repent for the oaths that I've taken and that my ancestors have taken. And I break the power of those oaths and the curses that came with them. In Jesus' name. And I command the spirits to enforce those oaths to leave now. In Jesus' name. Deep breath, let go. Get out. Yeah, every spirit from those in the name of Jesus. Go, 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 go. Even Masonic oaths in the name of Jesus. Be gone in the name of Jesus. Go, 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 go. In the name of Jesus. Uh, Knights of Malta oaths, I break your power. In the name of Jesus. Knights Templar oaths, we break your power. Break your power in the name of Jesus. Get out of God's people now. In the name of Jesus. Go. Religious coldness, hard hearted. Go. In the name of Jesus. Go, 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 go. All blockages to the Spirit of the living God. In the name of Jesus. Go. False and rigid theology. In the name of Jesus. Go. In the name of Jesus. I bind you Nimrod now. In the name of Jesus. Command you to come out. Semiranius, come out. Tammuz, come out. All the goddesses, come out now. In the name of Jesus. All goddess spirits. In the name of Jesus. Every spirit. From Semiranius on down to Sebele. And Jezebel. And Athena. And Minerva. And all those spirits. Come out now. In the name of Jesus, loose God's people now. In the name of Jesus, all hatred of truth, hatred of truth, we bind you. I break your power. You have to go. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, good works, good works that are not of the Lord, good works to pay back God. We break your power in the name of Jesus. I break power on mind control. In the name of Jesus, and witchcraft mind control. In the name of Jesus, witchcraft mind control. Be broke. In the name of Jesus, go 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 go. Loose God's people in Jesus' name. Unworthiness go. All unworthiness. Get out of God's people. Get out of the children of God. Unworthy go. Unworthy go. Get out. Get out. Get out. All accusers of the brethren say, I repent. Where I'm pointing my finger. I break that curse. Even that done by my ancestors. I repent for that. Pointing the finger at others. Pointing the finger at myself. The accuser of the brethren. I will have no part of the accuser of the brethren. My character is of Yahweh my Father. And I command all spirits aligned with the accuser of the brethren, including the destroyer, to go now. In Jesus' name. Now, deep breath. Go, go, get out, get out, get out. Choosing the brethren, go. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Get out of God's people. Go, 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 go. You have no right place here. Get out. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Go, 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 go. Destroyer. 
In the name of Jesus, everything aligned with the polygon is destroyed. We break your power. And Abaddon, we break your power. Go, 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 go. Cycle of destruction, we break your power. In the name of Jesus, words of death, we break your power. In the name of Jesus, all words of death, canceled in the name of Jesus. So I repent for my own words. That have been words of death. Towards others. Towards myself. And I thank you, Lord, for crop failure. All those words. And I break the power of these things. I break the curses that came with them. And I command death to flee. In Jesus' name. Deep breath. Get out, death. Death from the words. Death from the words of parents. Death from the words of mother. Death from the words of father. Death from the words of siblings. Death from the words of husband. Death from the words of wife. Death from every relationship in the name of Jesus. From everybody in authority. And death from their own words. I break your power in the name of Jesus. Your assignment is canceled. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. name. Raise your hands to heaven, church. Say, Lord. Lord. Now fill me up. Thank you for praising me. Fill me, Lord, with your spirit. The spirit of Yahweh. Spirit of wisdom. And counsel. And might. And understanding. And knowledge. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. Fill me, Lord. And fill me with your love. Perfect love, which cast out fear. I receive it, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless. Thank you. This is the end of this message. Our website is www.lakehamiltonbiblecamp.com and lhbconline.com. There are many free audio files there. It's like going to Bible school at home. Thank you.